是啊，我们从撒哈比 came to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he asked a question. Question was that if a disbeliever attacks me and then he even cuts off my one hand, after having done this, he now tries to, to take refuge behind a tree. <coughs> But then I pursue him, and as I am about to strike him with my sword, this is the crux of the Hadith Sharif that. Now he's already attacked me, cut off one hand, and now trying to save his life, he takes refuge behind the tree. And now when he sees I pursue him and I'm about to strike him with my sword, at that time he recites La ilaha illallah. So, what is the position? Can I kill him still? Because the picture is very very clear, evident that this person is. Now, apparently, reciting the kalima purely just to save his life doesn't appear to be anything to do with his heart. It's just from his tongue. So, when he asked this question, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam replied to him and said to him that if you kill him now in that condition, in this eleventh hour that he's reciting the kalima, as the sword is about to strike him, if you kill him. Then you'll finish off on his condition, and he'll finish off on your condition. You'll finish off on his condition simply means that he was destined to Jahannam before reciting the kalima. So what was his condition prior to reciting the kalima? You'll finish off on that condition. That now you're going to head to Jahannam that you killed a mu'min. So the question was that this is something that's very obvious that he's about to be killed. And only at that moment he knows now that this is the only way to save his life. So therefore, he's reciting the kalima. But even in this condition, Nabi Salaam says that if you do this, you kill him. Then what was his condition before reciting the kalima? This will become your condition now. And in another hadith, the same kind of situation happened, where somebody at the eleventh hour recited the kalima and he was killed. Nabi Salaam became very upset. He asked the person, the Sahabi who had. Killed him because this was now in a moment that he thought that this was just lip service right at the eleventh hour. But he asked him the question: "Halla shakakta an qalbihi? Why didn't you open his heart and see? Was the iman in his heart, or was that heart reciting the kalima, or merely the tongue recited it? Now the thing is, if somebody opens someone's heart out physically, will he be able to see that this heart recited the kalima or not? The physical heart you cannot see it." So what this was actually taaliq bil mahal that you cannot do this. It's not possible for you to be able to ascertain by looking at the physical heart also that what is the position. Has the heart recited the kalima or not? So the bottom line is that this is beyond your capacity and ability to be able to say this with certainty. This is only Allah Taala's knowledge. So when you are not able to say this with certainty, how can you pass judgment on the intention of the heart? When you are not able to determine what the heart, whether the heart said it or not, whether this was sincere or not, so what basis can you make a decision of somebody's sincerity or insincerity? You'll have to take it at face value. At face value, the person decided the kalima. You got no option but to take it at face value. And if you go beyond that, cross that line, and you start judging his intention, 
then now you are crossing a very serious line. And if it's a matter of Iman and Kufr, now you are making the judgment of Kufr about a person who could have already come into Iman. So this will end you up into the realm of, into the destiny of Jahannam. So the point is that how careful you have to be in this regard. We often very, very easily pass judgment on somebody's intention. This person did this, this was the motivation. Person didn't take my call, or that he called, you tried phoning somebody and the person at that moment cut the call. He cut the call, well, this fellow I knew, he's just going to avoid my call. He's ducking and diving from a long time. Whereas that person at that moment forgot his phone was on and he was in the masjid. So he cut the call because now he's in the masjid. There can be another 101 reasons why he cut the call. At that time he was busy, somebody was talking to him and it was not etiquette at that time to take the call. So he cut the call. Now there's so many valid reasons for why he cut the call. But our mind will immediately jump to the negative conclusion. And that negative conclusion is passing judgment on the person's intention. And the person's intention, only Allah Ta'ala knows, we don't know. And that is the lesson and that is the message or the, the, the statement that we have to keep reminding ourselves at that time. Why didn't you open his heart and check, is this the intention? Is this the reason why he said this? Is this the reason why he did that? And this is that in the ithmun. That some thoughts, suspicions, harboring some ill thought about a person's action, etc. In This is a sin. This is that badgumani, which is the tool of shaitan to create fights, enmity, create quarrels, create disputes. Starts off this is a starting point. The starting point is a suspicion, a doubt, something about somebody's intention that we jump to conclusions on. And that becomes the seed which plant which is planted and this gives rise to this thorny tree of a major problem thereafter. Allah Ta'ala protect us.